Divisive Issues contains language unsuitable for children, adults, and anyone who doesn't want to listen to spoilers. So just don't listen to this, okay? Just don't. Welcome to Divisive Issues, a comic book podcast where we talk about comic books and sometimes weird fan adaptations of comic books. I'm Ryan. I'm Sly. I'm Phil. And I'm Daryl. And this is our Christmas special. Yay! You guys feeling the Christmas cheer? Oh, oh, oh. Uh, I'm going to uh, roleplay Phil for a little bit here. Um, I'm actually not a big fan of uh, Christmas. <laughs> um, so I'm going to be kind of a little buffkill here. You know what's really inspiring? It's not a fucking fat slave on the North Pole. It's fucking humanitarian efforts in Guam. This holiday is bullshit. Alright, I'll be sly today. Fuck you! Fuck you! Why are you telling talking so bad? Can't, can't you feel the good Christmas vibes here in Divisive Issues? Yeah, I, I'm glad that for some reason Phil is like the nasally one and not me. <laughs> but, okay, so yeah, we're here to celebrate love and joy and togetherness or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone else says, um, I'm just here for the ride. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And there's, there's no better way to express togetherness than, say, killing Santa. I unironically agree that sentiment. <laughs> okay. Something about, something about commercialism, right, guys? Uh, so uh, we're doing uh, Lobo's Paramilitary Christmas Puzzle. <laughs> yes, th- that, is a, that is the title. Yeah, it's great. And um, the movie, uh, the fan movie, uh, just to go over the creative team, uh, Keith Giffen, uh, who is one of Ryan's favorite writers... Yeah. He wrote his favorite Justice League story. He wrote he wrote his, my favorite Lobo story. Now <laughs> uh, he created he created Lobo, and Alan Grant, uh, who who is one of the premier writers of uh, Batman. He created Anarchy. If you've seen Arrow, if you watch Batman Rises, Batman Rises is based on a story he co-wrote. Uh, so Lobo is a character that is supposed to be a satire of like extreme edginess. He, he was created by Keith Giffen. Uh, Keith Giffen is a, is a, a writer who usually does not write material like this. He usually writes material like I'll compare it to like Guardians of the Galaxy and shit like that. Yeah, like very fun, goofy stories. And he, he and when he was writing the, uh, the fun, goofy Justice League story that Ryan loves so much, uh, he brought in Lobo. Well, no, and, he created Lobo before that. I know, but he brought it, but Lobo. Yeah, is, he he kept bringing Lobo back in these runs, and Lobo gained popularity. And uh, he was created. He was originally created just as a ra- random mercenary guy. But then when uh, Giffen started bringing him back in, uh, basically he was, made, he was made to parody characters like Wolverine and uh, all the edgy, uh, hard-ass characters of the, 80, of the 80s and 90s that people love so much. And uh, like a lot of parodies, people took it seriously and ate it up. And the more <laughs> uh, he embraced uh, that joke, the more people ate it up. Is this a metaphor for something <laughs> in current? <laughs> it's a metaphor for humanity as a whole. Uh, <laughs> we all really like Lobo secretly. <laughs> I recognize that it's a satire on this thing and it's supposed to be over the top, but there's, I just hate him. I just never enjoy him. Uh, so, I love it, but... Because uh, <laughs> you're a fucking shithead edgelord. Uh, yeah, it's true. I'm not denying that. <laughs> but but uh, uh, this quality is just uh, make it better than, some, than most of like, my Mark Millar shit to me. But we'll get it's, it's definitely. I mean, it's, you can't compare this to Mark Miller. I didn't. I didn't really enjoy reading this, but it wasn't like Nemesis or anything. 
Uh, this ain't no Nemesis, as uh, Daryl would say. Daryl, is it? How, did you like this better than Nemesis? No, I like Nemesis more. <laughs> Why? <laughs> we'll we'll get into it. We'll get into it. <laughs> so let's get let's get into it. All right. So uh, the story begins. Uh, the cover first of all is Lobo standing over uh, Santa with a knife, and uh, the co- cover says, uh, "Warning: This is fucking adult shit. Don't read this shit." Yeah, it contains <laughs> bad taste in the form of ultra violence, icon bashing, and in quotations, the finger. I don't know. If, I don't know if it's because of our show's intro, but I read this in Josiano's voice. <laughs> also, uh, one thing to uh, point out is I actually this is one of my first comics I ever read when I was a kid, along with that. I feel like you said that about like a dozen different things. Well, the, the uh, death of Superman, the death of Santa. <laughs> this is the first comic I ever read, and then this was the very next one I ever read. <laughs> uh, that's actually pretty pretty true. <laughs> Uh, my, my, my cousin gave me Death of Superman also had this book too and I read it <laughs> your cousin's Mark Millar <laughs> yeah so the, the story opens with a uh, frame device of a really ugly couple okay th- this art is done by Simon Bisley yep and it is ugly I think the ugliest we've seen so far because I, I made fun of um, the art that was like in the boys I made fun of uh, Dan Bogdanov's work it, but this this is like I get that it's expressive. It's just very ugly. I really liked the way he drew Lobo. Actually, I love I love Sarah. Like. I I like Sarah a lot. It, um, it reminds me a lot of like heavy metal kind of over top shit. And I can which, see that. which is very probably because he actually drew this artist actually drew for a magazine called Heavy Metal. Yep. So. Uh, um, I think it's very probably. I'd rather have this art than the boys. The boys is that. that that it creates a weird uncanny value where it's just kind of ugly to me because it's realistic, but yeah, it's like it's like caught between being too. Yeah, this I write. I like the expressiveness of this. Having said, I kind of like this art. Are these people or aliens? That's. I was wondering if there was some kind of deformity. <laughs> yeah, they they look fucking ugly as shit, and I I, I think I, they say they're aliens, but then they mention that they like Bing Crosby. So <laughs> I don't know. What aliens can't like Bing Crosby? No, but that seems weird to me. Was Bing Crosby on that golden record we sent to space? <laughs> all right. So anyway, these ugly people. The the husband got fired for a reason. I I think we can all relate to. Uh, he got he got caught pooping on company time. And and he says she's like, how, how you took excessive bathroom breaks? And he goes, you got a dump, baby. And I'm like, oh, this is the kind of fucking book slides making us read. Cool. Yeah. Okay. And I want to point out. Uh, now they're gonna keep saying that shit. I've said last week. You want to read something good? You want to read this? And they all said, let's read this. So fuck <laughs> fuck anything Ryan says right now. I gave him a chance, and he all they all disagreed. I said, let's read good shit, and now you're all bitching. So fuck you all. I hey all just one person has bitched. Just, just me. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't blame Sly for the how shitty this was. I blamed like DC. So Ryan exclusively. Uh, here's a fuck you to you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Merry Christmas. I, I take it and receive it. All right. So uh, they they they're worried because now it's almost Christmas and uh, they have no presents and now they can't get any money to buy presents. So their kids are gonna try and murder them in their sleep. So they said, now let's murder our own kids in our sleep instead to get them before they get to us. And, and this was re- like I really was like what weird like fucked up apocalyptic world are we in right now? Oh, oh I should point out. I point out his fucking. Uh, Batman work, but uh, Alan Grant is also a big uh, Judge Dread writer, and th- that's uh, what this is echoing: this kind of okay. nihilistic uh, yeah. caricature of humanity. Okay. Uh, and- use the use this guy's name. It's Ferret Thung. <laughs> <laughs> Ferret Thung, but anyway, <laughs> that's the alien's name. All right, and uh, so, but before they go and kill the kids, a book shows up on the doorstep, and uh, it advertises that they make their kid not want Christmas. Uh, and no, it says, "Do you want your kid to not kill you? Read them this book." 
Yeah. I, I hated, like, right from that, I was like, I hate this whole comic. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, okay. All right, so the book opens up with uh, Lobo, uh, who's just like a fucking black and white, like heavy metal-looking motherfucker, biker Lobo guy. Lobo looks like he's in Kiss. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and he, like, he's about as good as Kiss. Uh, I, would, I would rather uh, read uh, Lobo than listen to Kiss, but... I mean, also, it's the Kiss comic book, the Marvel comic book, but... Uh, anyway, um, I don't know. That's that's like a fucking Sophie's choice of terribleness. <laughs> anyway, anyway, so uh, also Loba has a bulldog with him that I guess was a, a running thing in the early comics, but he didn't really catch the bulldog. Never really caught on. I was waiting for this bulldog to sodomize another dog. Uh, you do see there is a panel where you really see his balls, though. <laughs> oh yeah, and his butthole. Yeah, uh, the, the, my, one of my big flaws is this, this bulldog reminds me too much of the boys. Anyway. <laughs> one of my big flaws. One of Sly's personal flaws. <laughs> yeah, uh, but um, so, so Lobo goes into an alien bar and inside is Easter Bunny. And he's oh, I just want to point out, I really like the opening narration. It starts with, once upon a time, there was a really cool dude. <laughs> yeah. And so these buzzers are kind of like a drunken sad sack. He's just like, no one wants, uh, no one wants to love me because everyone loves Santa. He gets fucking presents. He gets fucking mistletoes and tinsel and all this shit. How is any other holiday supposed to compete? And basically says, me and all the other holidays want to pay you a little bit to kill off Santa Claus. Yeah. And he says, you know, I never did like Christmas. <laughs> I, I can relate to Lobo here. <laughs> well, what's wrong with Christmas? Because he said he didn't get the presents he wanted, like the weenie whistle from the Santa Claus with Tim <laughs> Allen. And so Lobo goes to the North Pole, and he starts sniping off the guards. And they and... establish that Santa's like a factory, like a, a like <laughs> super aggressive yeah. dictator. We should we should say that like this North Pole is not like the North Pole of most Christmas things. It's like a it's a, a more a, accurate one, more realistic. It's one. like a, he- a heavily guarded compound. I <laughs> do really like that they say that he only does this Christmas time thing. Like he delivers presents as a PR thing. Yeah, it's a once a year charity splurge. Kept his image smooth with the public. And I actually thought that was a I thought that was a neat idea. The guards, the guards are all elves too. Yeah, obviously. yeah. So Lobo blows up an entrance, and all the elf guards uh, start con- converging on him. And uh, they all have at gunpoint, but it turns out they all have funny, cute toy cork guns. And Lobo says, "Oh, ain't they, ain't they cute? I can just frag all of them." And he just starts murdering all the elves. And, and to give an idea of the dialogue, when he starts murdering them, the elf goes, "Holy gift wrap, doo doo." <laughs> Oh, yeah. That's the level of maturity in here. And uh, uh, the dog doesn't rape anyone, but he does uh, eat one of the elves alive and, and fart as, as he While does. While he's singing. The dog is singing this whole time. And all, all this, the art, it's like super, it's, it is ultra-violent art where it's like, yeah. it's him shooting an elf in the face and their eyeballs fly out and their jaws fly out of their uh, yeah. mouth and you see the skin stretch, uh, stretching and their brains flying everywhere. There were certain panels that actually reminded me of like Dave McKean who did Arkham Asylum, a serious house, like super stylized, really stretched out features and stuff. And I actually thought some of this looks pretty cool. I was, I was, I was thinking of, of ruins, but uh, that's actually a better. Oh, comparison. ruins too. Yeah, definitely. But uh, so they're saying uh, both Lobo and the dog are saying Santa Bo is coming to town as they murder all the elves. Mm-hmm. Oh, and when, when <laughs> Lobo breaks in, I, I do really like this. Maybe I love this. I don't know. <laughs> Sly, you convinced me. Yes. But when he breaks in, one of the elves is like, oh, the naughtiest one has come. <laughs> yeah, that's, that is a good one. That line. was pretty like, funny. That's pretty yeah. good. 
And so they conf- uh, Lobo confronts Santa on his throne. And for some reason, Santa has a gorilla named Kong behind him. And um, when he kicks open the door, he goes, yo, fats. Yeah. <laughs> Which I thought was, maybe I love, I guess I love this. <laughs> Fuck, I'm an asshole. Yeah, I knew it. <laughs> uh, so. Um, this is going to be like your nemesis now. <laughs> this is going to be like uh, Phil's Howard the Duck, where as he reads it, he's like, you know what? You're <laughs> yeah. right. I was slide. too harsh. This is a brilliant yeah. idea. <laughs> uh, a, a gorilla named Kong sitting with Santa. Yeah, what a uh, great idea. Rest in peace, Harambe. But um, <laughs> God damn it. Uh, so uh, Lobo wants to just shoot Santa, but Santa's just like, "You want to just kill an old uh, fat man while he's just sitting there?" And uh, that like Lobo... classic, like you wouldn't, you don't you want to give me a chance? Don't you yeah. have honor? Are you man enough to fight me mano yeah. a mano? He's like, "Yeah, yeah you it... bet I am." One v one me and VM GTG. Are you the main man enough? Mm. Yeah. Which of a calls himself the main man, just like Wolverine always like, oh, I'm the best there is at what, he, what I do and shit like that. Yeah. Uh, so uh, they, Lobo uh, agrees to Santa have a knife. Uh, oh, they also and... reveal that all the elves are clones. They just throw that in. And also they have BDSM sessions with uh, Santa. And he's just oh, like, yeah. Lobo goes in a room and there's like sex dolls. Yeah, they they dress up as like women. Yeah. Yeah. And so they, Lobo challenges Santa to a knife dueling fight and Lobo just murders the fuck out of Santa. Yeah, punches him in the face so hard his eyeball comes out of his socket and dangles yeah. in front of his yeah. beard. And I do like at one point while they're fighting, Santa grabs Lobo and he goes, Die, you naughty bastard! <laughs> yeah. And then right after uh, Santa's dead, uh, random penguins show up and say, Yeah, the tyrant's dead, which which is another weird animal. Lobo doesn't just kill him, he decapitates him. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, but then Lobo uses the penguins and uh, Kong to repurpose the, fact- the toy factory into a weapon factory. And he also, I, one thing I really like is he finds the list of naughty and nice, and he's like, "This, I'll keep this nice list for a list of future victims, and I'll keep this naughty list because these are some bad motherfuckers that could really bring me some competition. Yeah. So, uh, uh, but then they go on the reindeer, uh, to meet with the reindeer to uh, ride all these weapons during Christmas Eve. Uh, Rudolph refuses, so Lobo shoots him in the head. Yeah, soon the... Uh, Rudolph, lead my sleigh tonight, or I'll blow you away. And Rudolph says, no, no, you're far too naughty. And then uh, <laughs> after Lobo kills him, the other uh, reindeer are like, um, do we should we really do this? And the other one's like, do you hate living? Shut up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, they go and... He also tries to remember the names of all the, the reindeer, and he gets like two in, and he's like, uh, and what does he call them? Like, assholes or something. Yeah, like, hey, bummer and fucker or whatever. <laughs> that's, 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 that's pretty accurate, because oh, who the fuck knows all the reindeer names? A lot of people. Uh, uh, name right now, you fucking Cupid asshole. and Comet and Donner and Blitzen. Man, that's only four, though. Yeah, so fuck you. I, no one can remember them. Literally, no one can. Fuck you all. They're not Fragger and Bestiche, which I had to look <laughs> up, and I was directed to an Urban Dictionary entry that said, this is Lobo's version of Bastard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lobo has words that he uses because they couldn't curse in DC. So, like, he always says frag when he means The strangest one is when he exclaims fetal's jizz. <laughs> what? Yeah, F-E-T-A-L-G-I-Z-Z. That's, that's pretty funny. <laughs> And so Lobo starts dropping, using uh, the sleigh, starts dropping H-bombs. I, I, I assume those were nice people, but I guess those are naughty people. It doesn't um, matter. I think he's, I it doesn't think matter. he's just bombing them all. Yeah, I, yeah. Thought he did, I thought he used both lists to just be like, fuck everyone. Yeah. I, I just Because that's Lobo. For whatever reason. Yeah, yeah it says uh, the naughty learn just what happens when they threaten the main man's peace of mind. And the nice, well, let's just say that they learned young what it means to be innocent victims. To give a little Lobo backstory, his origin is that when he was born, he he wanted to be the best Zarnian. That's the alien he is. So he killed his entire planet. He's like, yeah. I'm the best now. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, he's technically cool. right. What a cool character. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, murders all these people. And and the people who are reading the story, the framing device, are like, wow, this is great. We'll read this to our kids. And that was just fucking scary. Did straight. you mean Ferret Trunchbull or whatever his name is? Yeah, whatever the fuck. And, um, but it turns out the story was good for one read only, and the, the book disappears. Yeah, gotcha, sucker, it says at the end. Yeah, so the dad goes quietly, sadly, up to his kids' room and murders them all in their sleep. And the final panel is Lobo and the dog say, Merry Fracking Christmas, as they give the finger to the reader, which I view as the original. <laughs> Uh, this is my face as I'm fucking her ass. Yeah, I yeah. was gonna bring that up. When I finished this, I pulled up Wanted, and I'm like, did he flip us off too? But no, he just makes a weird butt face or whatever. Yeah. Uh, Which I find great, because uh, Keith Giffen, even when he's just trying to be an edgelord, Al, uh, uh, did it before Mark Millard did, and was being sincere edgelord. I actually like Nemesis more now. Thank you! <laughs> <laughs> it's because at least Nemesis, you could be like, how ridiculous was this? This, I'm gonna be fascist Phil here and say, what the fuck is the point of this comic existing? <laughs> uh, the point of this comic is... To cater to what people want at the time. This was 1991. Yeah, people uh, were demanding a Lobo book. Uh, um, to give to maybe de- this will put it in Daryl's context. This is Rob Liefeld's best year in comic books. That's mm. the market. Yeah, that and this Keith, was Keith Giffen wanted to play the joke up, and that's why I like Lobo. It's a joke to its hundred percent. They like the, when you joke about how he's the last joint because he murdered all the others. He fucking uh, uh, makes fucking most the most fucking obscene jokes. Lobo, uh, Keith Giffen, he does not write me this all the time, he did, but he, when he wrote it, he did it to a million and people still ate it up. This book w- became so popular that uh, Lobo got an ongoing, thanks to this, with the same uh, uh, creative team. So, if you want to hate anyone, hate humanity because they <laughs> petitioned for this to happen. Uh, I, can, I still think the writer is to blame, partially. Why? Why? It's a writer who writes literally, <laughs> he writes stuff like, like Ryan's Just League book and people don't read that. And he writes this, and people demand more of it. Why should he say, I don't want to get a paycheck. I don't want to make a living. I need a, for some vague quality of taste, I will avoid uh, giving people what they want to read. Yeah, yeah, I do. Like, tabloid writers are shittier people mm, than yeah. people who write real yeah. news. This is not to, you're saying, but you're, you're comparing uh, this to a tabloid writer just writing a, a fucking fluff story about a guy asshole kills. I mean, this is what people want. So he's giving it to them. Have you guys... I don't know how much you guys are doing, like, PC gaming in the 90s or early 2000s, but, like, <laughs> I used to play a lot of just, like, uh, free, like, downloadable freeware and shareware games, and this reminded me a lot of that because around every Christmas time, someone would make, a like, a, a game that was just, like, this edgy, like, kill Santa game. Like, there were FPSs and side-scrollers. Yep. People still yep. make edgy games like this. They, uh, was it? they did. There was a whole bunch of, like, Flash games you can probably play, too, like yeah. that. Yeah, just check them out at Newgrounds.com. But just a few years ago, they had a game called Hatred, which was really about a, you play a mass shooter who murders everyone. Oh, I forgot about that. And uh, this is nowhere near that. This is just a fucking, uh, a fucking dumbass story about... Uh, the fact it's so over the top makes it hard to even take serious. I mean, yeah, it, it's more lighthearted, but it still has a darker, like, kind of screw everyone tone. I mean, it, yeah. the book ends with his father shooting each of his children as he's singing Silent Night, Holy Night to them. But they're all ugly, like, alien people. Like, it's not, it's, it's so just they hard deserve to, to die. <laughs> it's hard to take serious for me. Like, no, it is hard to take seriously. I just find it funny that, like, whenever I would play those old games, like, what is it called? Like, Santa Slay? Like, S-L-A. <laughs> Can you like these games? Because I, I think I might want to play them at some point. I will, <laughs> sure, I'll, I'll find them for you. But there was a bunch like this, and, like, I just never saw the point. It's like you, it's an like FPS where you go and just the shoot The point elves. is, Christmas sucks, Santa sucks, and you just get all your aggression out on this fucking wow. game. And this what fucking a book. little... You are such a Grinch. Your heart needs to grow <laughs> ten sizes bigger. So... 
I'm to- I'm pretty lukewarm about it. Cyril likes it. Phil Daryl hate this, right? Correct. I I read it. And I was like, I yeah, I tied with Phil. Where I I was just wondering why this was made, and then I think it's it's ideal audience. Its ideal audience is a middle schooler yeah, that like hates Christmas now because his mom's new boyfriend tries to make him fit in. Like, hey, do you want to come and join the family downstairs? And he just wants his cool dad back. So this is uh, that's Daryl's interpretation. The of thing me. is, okay. the reason why like I I'm lukewarm about it is because like I did not like reading this at all, and I don't like reading Lobo like ever. But this is wh- how Lobo works, like. This is what it's supposed to be. Yeah. I think he does something and he succeeds at what he's trying to do, but it's not something I want to experience. A lot of recent interpretations of Lobo, they, uh, like in Young Justice, they made Lobo appear and it's just, they just make him just kind of like a kind of rough asshole. In the cartoon though, the funniest thing is he's speaking another language and like it's an alien language and occasionally he'll just be like, gosh, God, gosh, 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 main man. But it could, it could have been any fucking character doing that fucking scene. You have, when you yeah. do Lobo, you have to take him to 100. That's the only way it works. Otherwise, he's just a fucking other yeah, uh, uh, gruff asshole character. He, the fact that, the reason why I like Lobo, uh, like overall, it's not necessarily stories like this. It's more because I like him as a as a contrast to other characters. Whenever he faces up against Superman, I find him to be the most hilarious thing. Uh, the ultimate Boy Scout versus this guy. Yeah, th- this is a weird contrast between Superman and Lobo. Like, I can't imagine them being together. I, I recommend story. anyone wants to laugh at something truly hilarious, go watch the Superman DMA series episodes of Lobo and them. I find them both fucking hilarious. They're pretty funny. I will attest to that. All right, so getting into the movie now. Oh, God. Uh, I find the, the book to be a purposely bad book that I find amusing. I think the movie is legitimately well done. Uh, I know everyone will disagree with me. No, no. I, no, I, thought, I really appreciate yeah, it. They put a lot of effort into it. Yeah, like when I was watching, I'm like, this is actually, they could have just went like real easy and simple, but they did like a lot of good uh, costume, makeup, yeah. design. Like the delivery of their lines is really good. They got a good man to play Santa. Uh, I will say I enjoyed watching this more than I've enjoyed 90% of DC movies. <laughs> I about to say, this oh, actually, wow. um, this could be a, a, like an addendum to the DC movies. I can imagine Slobo being in, facing off against the DC Universe Superman and probably murdering him. Uh, but yeah. uh, So uh, the differences are uh, they cut out the, unfortunately they cut out the child murdering frame device. <laughs> unfortunately. unfortunately. Uh, Lobo himself really I don't know who plays him but I thought he looked a lot like Michael Keaton ironically he actually played uh, uh, Max Shrek's son in um, Batman, Batman Returns, Returns? really yeah. that's awesome he also played Zangief in Street Fighter and uh, Letterface in uh, Texas Chainsaw Reboots so he's actually a legit oh, wow. actor oh I didn't know that and the guy who actually directed it actually was a visual effects director for some Tim Burton movies like Sleepy Hollow and, so this wow. isn't just like guys in college; these are actual professionals. Yeah, uh, these these were actually like professionals who wanted to show their appreciation for uh, this character. Like, like I said, Lobo was a f- popular character. Blame humanity; people <laughs> love this character. See, Sly doesn't actually like it; he just wants to get us to hate all of all of humanity. Yeah, this is this is a weird <laughs> this is a weird turn. He's of like, events. if you if you don't like this, you have to pr- admit that humans are garbage. Yeah. Uh, what else are you gonna judge humanity for besides what they consume? They consume. What Michael else Bay. are you gonna judge humanity for if not Lobo? <laughs> if not the worst of the worst. I bet you most people past the age of thirteen would not enjoy this. Uh, a movie crew, the actors involved, the the production crew, the set designers, all uh, for free wanted to create this movie. So fuck you, Phil. Adults in the professional movie industry made this movie. So yeah, I, I don't deny there's probably people that honestly love Lobo and love how cool this is. And uh, growing up, um, 
uh, majority of Marvel fans, uh, 40 and 50-year-old fans I talked to in comic shops, all said, DC's characters are all bad except for Lobo. Lobo's the only what? good character. Like, that was the, the consensus what? against Marvel fans. That uh, is th- unacceptable. <laughs> that is humanity. Accept humanity. When you blame... Oh. Art is a prediction of what humanity produces. No! Why would you not judge humanity by what it creates? <laughs> it makes no logical sense to ascribe only the best no! of it. <laughs> What is happening? I came in. I came in for a Christmas special, not like a misanthropic <laughs> rant. But uh, sorry, let's get back to the actual. So, are uh, you sorry? <laughs> I don't think you are. I'm, I'm sorry for the, the, the dropping troop bombs. Okay, but... so this movie sucks because they cut out my favorite joke. <laughs> they also don't say fetal's jizz. <laughs> when Lobo walks into the bar, he goes up to the bartender and he's like, "Where is he?" And the guy's like really scared. And in the book, he goes, "Uh, uh, in 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 the back, in in the booth." In a God of Defeat. <laughs> I thought that was funny. It's not in the movie. The movie yeah. sucks. Uh, but I do think uh, they, cut, they, they cut out the dog and the gorilla and the penguins, which I think is a improvement because they were kind of random. They already used up all the penguin budget in Batman Returns. And did they make the, the Easter Bunny? In the book, he looks kind of just like a... Just like a bunny. <laughs> looks kind of like, actually, it's kind of appropriate because he looks kind of like the... It looks kind of like the March Hare from Alice in Wonderland, but yeah. drunk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the movie version actually looks like a t- the twisted, fucked up uh, uh, March Hare they had in like the seventies live action uh, Alice in Wonderland movie. I was gonna say he's yeah. something you found in like a, a Tim Burton movie in the nineties. Yeah, it's, it's it looks really it looks really off putting, but uh, also this Tones time movie. he has busty strippers with him. Yeah. And he's more like an annoying asshole in the book. He's kind of sad sack. And uh, so, and also another big difference is the elf Holocaust is uh, largely off screen. But I do like that they treated it like the Weapon X Wolverine's Weapon X Massacre in X Men Apocalypse, where it's just it's just footy footage and everyone's watching it like, oh my god, look at that. Yeah. And uh, it's like kind of like found footage when one elf at at the at. Uh, it, it specifically spoofs uh, Blair Witch Project. Yeah, exactly. You have the the night vision camera pointed up in their face, mm-hmm. so you can look up their nostril. Do you know when this was made, Sly? On um, uh, 2002. Oh, really? Yeah, and that's not the reason I appreciate it. Was this was before the superhero crazy way took off? Like, you had a few movies, but this is really a labor of love because people love Lobo, except that. <laughs> uh, and I, th- I thought the action scenes work. Do, they do work pretty well, especially because having like trying to have elves get their brains blown out like in a gory fashion would probably look weird. Mm-hmm. And like having it off screen for a live action thing works pretty well because you get the same effect. This is one of those fan films that like. When I watch it, I'm like, you guys really know what you're doing. Yeah. Kind of like the 1984 uh, Fantastic Four film. <laughs> uh, yes, exactly. Good example. <laughs> uh, the final big difference is instead of Santa challenging Lobo to a knife duel, he, he, gives, he says, oh, I had a present for you. I always wanted to give it to you, but uh, you were never on no, the wait, nice list. Wait, 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 wait. There's a big difference here. Oh, yeah. And he also has the Easter Bunny in a cage. Wait, he has the Easter Bunny in a cage, and he also reveals that he ate his dick. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a good point. for everyone. <laughs> Because he's the Easter Bunny. The Easter Bunny's in a cage. He's all bloody, and he's like, "He had me neutered." Yeah. And Santa's like, "Yeah, you know their delicacies." I so just, his just, just his balls. Yeah, just yeah. his balls. My bad. And even okay, when Lobo walks in, he's even like, he says, "Yo, fats again," which is great. Yeah. And then he's like, "Oh, it's Santa Claus, Chris Kringle." And Santa's like, "You've done your homework." Like everybody knows who Santa is. It's not yeah. homework. <laughs> I like how in the, in both the comic and the book, uh, his middle like his nickname is Chris Crusher Kringle. <laughs> Oh, also, yeah. uh, Lobo does call him Jolly Saint Prick, which I really liked. <laughs> See, Ryan's a fan. I, I told you. All my notes are just dumb puns, I really Yeah, this is why Ryan liked it, because it's like, it's dumb to the extreme that he enjoys. Yeah. And so, uh, instead of uh, the knife duel, 
Uh, Sanders says, I always want to give you this present, and it turns out to be a snow globe. And uh, just No, wait, there's also a, a better joke before this, too, where <laughs> he says, <laughs> I know, I just love all these jokes. It's pretty good. But he goes, uh, hey, Lobo pulls out the gun before he gets the present, and Santa's like, go ahead, shoot. And Lobo goes, okay, <laughs> and is about to shoot him. Yeah, and then Santa goes, no, no, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so uh, Lobo's a fashionable by a snow globe, and uh, Santa... And meantime, Ghost starts pulling out uh, his gun to try shooting the back of the head, saying, I take care of all of my children. But then Lobo uh, turns around and just shoots him anyway. Well, then the Easter Bunny's, like, dancing on Santa's corpse, and he's like, I'm the best holiday, and then he kills him. Yeah, Lobo just murders, murders him too, saying, I always hated holidays. And then super, like, butt rock metal plays. And I, did you listen to this song that's over the credits? No. Uh, no, what's Because the first line is, I wake up late for school, better run like hell to catch the bus. <laughs> <laughs> and then the credits roll and at the end the last line of the credits is for all the children of the world <laughs> that's pretty funny that is pretty funny so I think we know our final thoughts on this right <laughs> I Sly you kind of convinced me I kind of like the joke <laughs> so our our uh, example of not judging but by co- us cover is Ryan's instance because Ryan for so many years was like I can't wait to do the global Christmas special on this show it's gonna be garbage global sucks this Christmas special sucks <laughs> fuck it and now he, he turns out to like sell out a bit so never judge but by his cover I was right again uh, Phil and Daryl uh, <laughs> I just don't see I'd say this. if anything here interests you go watch that fan film that will give you yeah, everything. Yeah, the fan need. film, it's like 15 minutes on YouTube. I will yeah. say, fan, I think the fan film is better than the book, just because uh, I don't like the dog and the, the dog farting jokes as much, just because it might be the boys, but... <laughs> and the production value, uh, I appreciate in the, in the movie. Yeah, I agree. If you, for some reason, just want to go see some guy kill elves and then Santa, and then it ends, like, if that's really what interests you, go for it. I mean... Yeah. I also, I'll have a Flash game for you to play. Yeah, I was going to say, or you could just, like, type into YouTube, like, kill Santa, Mary's murder miss yeah Something. oh man i wish i i wish i knew i could think of more than besides just santa's santa's sleigh but so i can look them all up and play them later <laughs> yeah, just, they, yeah they all have stupid names like that too uh if you want to gift sly steam codes for these shit games <laughs> it's issues at gmail.com i also you know like sly you're saying like adults like this but do you, do you think that they made this movie for adults because they even yeah like, yeah so, so the, 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 the target lines for for comic fans especially when they say it's for all the children in the world obviously that's a joke yeah bro. like target first of all the kids can't fucking read this <laughs> second of all the Dark Guardians for comics uh, it's, it's been uh, it's been for a, lot, for a while at least since like the 80s uh, growing older and older just like uh, most comic fans are like in their 50s so uh, that's the demographic I guess I guess I mean I, c- I could see a lot of young kids being into this just like older just like me oh, yeah just like uh, adults that grew up with Lobo <laughs> yeah as much as I would not want them to enjoy this so that covers our Christmas special. I hope it got you the Christmas spirit. <laughs> I guess I guess that's it. <laughs> but uh, instead of our regular Comrade Radio plugs, I took part in the uh, Secret Santa. And after a very lovely Comrade Radio meetup in Brooklyn, I met JB from Shirley Not Shirley, and he gave me a present, which I haven't opened yet. So I'm going to open right now. <gasps> what could yeah. it be? Do it as awkwardly as possible, Ryan. Wait, no, it's in a bag. There's a Bernie Sanders pin. It's great. Oh, cool. Oh, this is so cool. I'm not going to tell you what it is. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's... Just put it up to the camera. Yeah. Our, our, our viewers will see it. First, he it's a it's a cookie kit. So it's like a dehydrated cookie mix that I can make. 
to and it's got like chips in it and you could oh, you could add like pretzels to it and there's a Bernie Sanders cookie cutter. <laughs> oh cool. Oh, that's of a his cute face. one. Yeah, so it's you just that's so cool. So it makes like little pretzel cookies. Oh, this is going to be delicious. Should I just eat the raw ingredients? You should just eat it on on camera and we just make them watching the sounds. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much, JB. This is awesome. And Will, you know, he's not around anymore, right? Because you guys had like a battle royale when you were met up. So it's like <laughs> yeah. you, were the, you were the only survivor from the Comrade Radio Network, I assume. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah, it was a fight club. Yeah. And uh, so everyone should listen to JB's great show. They just did a Christmas episode where uh, JB did an episode of Malcolm and Luke did an episode on his own and they answered the same questions and one of those questions is mine and they're really mean to me both times (laughs) as they should be (laughs) but yeah so i guess that's really it i hope i know this comes out a couple days after christmas but i really hope everyone had a great holiday and we'll have it's actually pretty good this came after christmas so we don't ruin anyone's fun (laughs) after the fact that's true yeah because some people listen to us on christmas eve they're like oh boy they're so hopeful they're like like, i love devices of issues i want to see how they handle christmas (laughs) i want to read a fun story about the christmas spirit yeah and then we just like the parent walk up to them and shoot them in the head yeah Because we must be well-known for our uplifting episodes. Yeah. yeah. Like, I think the only uplifting episode we've ever had is Superman versus Muhammad Ali. <laughs> <laughs> and if uh, anyone wants to get us a Christmas present, how about an iTunes review? Am I right, guys? Yeah. yeah. You are right. Yeah. So, uh, I guess that's really it. I hope everyone has the best holiday. I hope uh, you survive the holidays. <laughs> I- yeah, I guess so do I. <laughs> oh, next week is going to be our big year in review. So you guys should, if you have any thoughts or favorite episodes or least favorite episodes, you should let us know and maybe we'll mention them. So email us or tweet at us or Facebook us or do it in the Comrade Radio Facebook group. Right? Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> Wrong. 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 Oh, you're the puppet. <laughs> <laughs> okay well thank you guys so much for listening to divisive issues i've got a dump babe i've been the naughtiest one i've been santa Bo, and i've been fetal's jizz <laughs> stay in continuity Independent Podcasting Network.